0: As a survivor of narcissistic abuse, you find yourself questioning your sanity a lot. You take a long time to realize what has happened to you. You question your feelings, your thoughts, and your belief system. And your narcissistic abuse trauma symptoms like anxiety make it worse for you to see things through. You do not recognize your anxiety as a sign of trauma, but as a sign of craziness and weakness the narcissist blamed you for, which makes Your recovery process worse for these reasons we will learn four signs of silent anxiety in victims of narcissistic abuse in this episode my goal is to help you recognize that you're not crazy but hurt so stay until the very end hi i am danish a narcissistic abuse recovery professional i help survivors of narcissistic abuse go from feeling broken hopeless and confused to healed, empowered, and thriving. Before we begin, I have a question for you. Do you struggle with anxiety as a survivor of narcissistic abuse? What symptoms of anxiety do you specifically have? Drop your answers in the comments below and help other survivors feel validated and less alone in their journey of healing after narcissistic abuse. Let's get started with number one. You experience random outbursts of anger, frustration, or tears that seem disproportionate to the situation. As a victim of narcissistic abuse, you may find yourself having intense emotional outbursts. You may cry, become angry, or get frustrated in situations that do not usually provoke such reaction. For example, you may find yourself in a situation where you are searching for your keys before leaving the house and when you can't find them immediately, you suddenly burst into tears. You might be chatting with a friend of yours who makes a casual comment and you find yourself snapping at them. These outbursts can be bewildering, leaving you feeling guilty or ashamed. Internally, you might question, why did I react that way? Why was my reaction so intense to something so trivial? And that anxiety might send you down the rabbit hole of self-blame. You might think you are the narcissist or the narcissist was right and you were the crazy one all along. What's important to understand here is that these outbursts aren't proof of being what they called you, what they blamed you for. Instead, these reactions are evidence that your self-concept was severely attacked and you were convinced of being a bad person. When dealing with a narcissist, your emotions are constantly suppressed, invalidated, or manipulated. You walk on eggshells, try not to upset them, and internalize your feelings of hurt, sadness, and frustration. This emotional pressure builds up over time and comes out in other, often unrelated, situations. Number 2. You can't sit still and are always fidgeting. Restlessness and constant fidgeting can be signs of underlying anxiety, and in the context of narcissistic abuse, they may be caused by self-doubt and a loss of of identity. You may feel on edge, unable to calm down or focus. You may be sitting at a gathering or in a meeting and you find yourself unable to keep your leg from shaking or your fingers from tapping. In reality, this fidgeting is a physical manifestation of the turmoil inside you as you battle self-doubt caused by the erosion of your sense of self. Narcissists belittle your achievements question your decisions or invalidate your feelings which leads to profound self-doubt. You start questioning your worth, your abilities and your perceptions. In parallel, the loss of identity is a significant component here. The narcissist dominates and shapes your life to such an extent that you do not recognize yourself anymore. The things that used to define you are suppressed or ridiculed. This self-doubt combined with the loss of Identity creates an internal state of confusion and turmoil. Your body trying to cope with this psychological distress resorts to fidgeting and restlessness as a way to release or deal with the energy created by this anxiety. Number three, you zone out or dissociate and avoid people or social situations. You catch yourself lost in thought frequently, not paying attention to conversations or activities that you would normally enjoy. You begin to withdraw from friends and family and prefer isolation. This is because socializing becomes too much for you to handle as your mind is already overwhelmed. You might not even notice when someone asks you a question or you may give a vague or a disconnected answer. You might start declining invitations or avoiding gatherings that you previously looked forward to. This zoning out and avoiding people is a defense mechanism in response to the narcissist's attack on your self-esteem. You may constantly be overthinking the abuser's words or actions, trying to make sense of the turmoil or anticipating the next instance of abuse. This mental preoccupation leaves little to no room for engaging with the world outside of you. Social interactions require mental energy and when you are depleted, it becomes challenging to maintain relationships or enjoy social activities. The sense of shame or the fear of judgment might make you reluctant to open up to others about the abuse, worsening the isolation. You may feel like no one will understand you or you worry that They will blame you or dismiss your experiences. This creates a vicious cycle where you feel alone but are too anxious to seek the support you so desperately need. Number four and the last one. You experience physical symptoms of panic such as trembling, shaking and sweating, especially in situations that shouldn't normally cause such a reaction. In the context of narcissistic abuse, these physical symptoms are a manifestation of the intense psychological stress, and anxiety that you are under. The constant manipulation, belittling, gaslighting, and emotional abuse have kept your nervous system in a perpetual state of high alert. We call it a fight-or-flight response, where your body prepares to either face a threat or escape from it. The trembling and shaking are your body's way of preparing for action, while the sweating is a natural response to cool the body down. Your body is trying to protect you, but the constant activation of the stress response is draining and exhausting you of your resources. These physical symptoms can create a feedback loop that worsens the anxiety. You become self-conscious about the symptoms, worrying that others will notice. This worry, in turn, increases your anxiety, which then intensifies the physical symptoms. In conclusion, we can say the trauma symptoms that you experience after surviving narcissistic abuse are typical, meaning the, the way trauma is defined, the way trauma symptoms are defined and categorized may not fully be applicable to a survivor of narcissistic abuse. Your symptoms are different, which we call atypical symptoms. And that's why you need to be more open to understanding why you are struggling the way you are. You need to understand and be more accepting towards your journey of healing and be open to the different ideas and different concepts around trauma that are specifically applicable to narcissistic abuse. Before I end this episode, I'm wondering, which one of the symptoms do you see in yourself? Which one of these did you relate with the most? Drop your answers in the comments below. That was it for today's episode. I'll talk with you the next one. As always, please share this episode with others and leave a comment. Until the next one, let the healing begin. (laughs)